0: Florida's 4th Estate with hosts Ginger Gadsden and Matt Austin. The show where we bring Florida into focus.
1: Uh, this particular event is the 45th annual Fireworks at the Fountain.
0: We are just two days away from Independence Day.
1: It's over $200,000 to put on the event.
0: And the city of Orlando is ready to put on a show.
1: Where there are... Over 100,000 people, probably closer to 150, that are going to be coming to this event.
0: What you need to know before you head out to fireworks at the fountain. But first.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate. We have a (laughs) bite-sized show for you today. I'm not sure that's what people
0: really want. Um, (laughs) Ooh, I'm excited. (laughs) What a great bite-sized show this should be today. Wow, way to really sell it. So we're talking about significant (laughs) shrinkage today, as George Costanza would say.
2: I did not want to say shrinkage, Matt.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what's happening. That is what is happening in our economy (laughs) right now. So I'm Matt Austin, by the way. There's a few ways (laughs) to deal with inflation. Companies can either charge you more or they can give you less for the same price, which you might not notice as much. So we have an expert in this. We are talking to him today. He is a UCF professor. His name is Dr. Anand krista and he deals with all of this stuff. A lot of it has to do with just the branding, like basically tricking the consumer into buying the same amount of goods or less amount of goods for the same price. So, Doc, first off, thank you for joining us for Florida's Fourth Estate. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you on the show. So talk to us about... What is shrinkflation?
3: Okay, shrinkflation, as the word indicates, is shrinkage of our package sizing during times of inflation. So, as inflation sets in, prices tend to go up. Uh, the costs of nearly everything tend to go up, as a result of which, uh, one has to decide as a firm whether you're going to raise this price of the item or whether you're going to keep the price unchanged while decreasing the quantity as a result increasing the price per unit. Okay, any increases in price per unit is what crinklation refers to.
2: But very often it seems like it's such a deceptive practice because no one's going to announce, hey we're gonna give you less for the same amount of money instead i've noticed they just subtly change packaging and hoping that you don't notice i noticed it in gatorade it was 32 ounces same and the price at publix has been the same forever and all of a sudden the bottle is a little smaller it went from 32 to 28 but it's the same price they're not going to announce that you're getting you know less stuff for the same price why do you think they just don't let you know that this is happening it seems a little deceptive to me
3: okay yeah uh, uh, a couple of things here one firms will routinely pitch this as product innovation i can give you a few examples let's pick the gatorade example for one uh, uh gatorade in, in this case uh pepsico argued that Uh, The size of the packaging decreased, not because they wanted to provide less of the item, but because these bottles uh, or containers were becoming uh, less easy to hold. So what they did was they introduced a groove in the middle of the packaging, which makes the product easier to hold. So this is positioned less as shrinkage, more as product innovation. This is one of those. But there might be cases where there's actual innovation going on because Bounty for a long time has claimed that their paper towels are more absorbent today, as a result of which you don't need as much paper towel in one sheet. Therefore, that size has shrunk. That is, there's fewer sheets of uh, paper towels in one roll. Usually consumers tend not to notice this or these kinds of uh, instances go unnoticed potato chips, uh, uh, cookies, uh, chocolate bars come to mind. Their uh, firms are benefiting from this idea that there's actually a public health benefit to consumers as well from consumers consuming less, okay? And let's take a, a chocolate bar, for example. They used to be much longer 10, 15 years ago. They're not as long today. However, the point is when it comes to eating chocolate, the most benefit or happiness one gets is by the, from the first few bites of eating into the chocolate.
2: Yeah, but I don't think people want someone else deciding how much of a chocolate bar is satisfying to them. And and, they, and Matt is right. To his point, they are doing it in other packaging. They're putting more air in. I, my, I'm married to the cheapest man on the planet. He actually took <laughs> a thing. A, it was a thing of Cheetos, and it literally had three Cheetos in it. <laughs> he took it back to Publix, and they took it. <laughs>
0: Wait, it had three Cheetos in the bag?
2: Because it's the 50 cent one already. It's 50 cents, but he took it back. You should
3: get more Cheetos than three for 50 (laughs) cents. Yeah, that's a much... that's a much higher expense, a higher quality Cheeto than I am aware of. So three, <laughs> uh, three, pieces, three pieces for 50 cents is out there. Uh, but keep in mind, a lot of this has to do with costs going up. Okay, so the point is it is uh, probably a bit easier for firms to explain what's going on now because costs have gone across the board, whether it's wages, whether it's gas, transportation, packaging, raw material, product, what have you. All these costs have gone up at which point it becomes slightly uh, easier for firms to explain this as an increase in cost. Uh, The other point I do want to uh, uh, bring up is what happens when inflation goes down? Are firms now going to become nicer and provide more product in the package or maybe drop the price? Mm -hmm. That usually does not happen for two reasons. One, (laughs) consumers have gotten used to paying these higher prices per unit then would you change and then why would you do it when nobody else is doing it Walmart isn't doing it then why would target do it, right? so the point is no nobody wants to do this because consumers get used to paying these high prices and there's more money to be made the other uh, thing that uh, drives uh, such uh, behavior is uh, during times of inflation you pay your employees more wages are higher when inflation dies down are you suddenly going to stop paying your employees less No right nobody wants to take a pay cut so then if those wages don't go down how can firms uh manage to bring prices down yet remain profitable when a huge chunk of their expense in terms of wages and benefits have not really gone down right so that's the reason prices don't come down uh package sizes usually tend not to increase as inflation disappears thank you for enlightening us
0: on shrinkflation, because it's something that a lot of us just don't even notice while it's happening i know the price i pay for things but i'm not feeling around in the bag or measuring the container to make sure it's the appropriate amount now i will be i'll be looking for it doctor thank you so much get
2: used to it small is the new big (laughs)
0: There you go. Thank you for having me. (laughs) It's our pleasure. (laughs) Thanks, Doc. We are closing in on July 4th, which means the fireworks at the fountain is almost here. It's quite the elaborate show, Gigi. We're usually out there every year.
2: Uh, Yeah, we've been out there every single year. I love this time of year. So many people show up, and it is always, always spectacular. It's one of those moments where after it's done, all you can say is, God bless America, because it is so spectacular. So how does all that happen? Who makes it happen? Who makes things go boom, right? Okay, so we have a very special guest joining us. Her name is Pavla Paul, and she is with the city of Orlando. Pavla, it's so nice to see you. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank
1: you both so much for having me. This has been this is really awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we understand. Okay, so this is your first year doing fireworks at the fountain, but I know you're familiar with it. Why is this so exciting for you? Because you were telling us it's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, um, honestly, everyone is so excited to be back outside and really enjoy um, their community and all the activities going on. Uh, This particular event is the 45th annual fireworks at the fountain. So everyone's really excited to get out and enjoy one of the biggest events the city of Orlando puts on.
2: It is the biggest. What does it take to put on the biggest? And I may be a little biased because here on News 6, we uh, are partners with you guys, but it is the best. Yeah. What does it take to do that?
1: Oh, man. It it takes a lot of moving pieces. Uh, several different departments in the city of Orlando. Of course, great partners like WKMG Channel 6 and Cox Media Group. Uh, several. It's it's a heavy lift, but many hands to help out.
0: Do whatever, or do we have some safety precautions in place?
1: Of course, there are always safety precautions in place, but we also want to make sure that everyone um, enjoys the event. Uh, if We want everyone to come out to... Um, mask if they feel so comfortable to do so. Of course, there'll be hand sanitizer stations for those to keep everyone safe. Um, But again, we're expecting about 150,000 people from around Orlando to come enjoy uh, this event. So uh, do what you feel is safe. But of course, there'll be several, several, several safety precautions in place to make sure everyone is comfortable to enjoy the 4th of July.
2: And no pressure, but they all want the best show because the 4th of July, it only happens one time, right? And Mm -hmm. so how are you guys making sure that all of this is coordinated? Because we look at how the fireworks, it goes to, it's set to music and it's beautifully timed. How does all that work, Pablo?
1: So um, our fireworks vendor and we Between myself, our fireworks vendor, and the Orlando concert band, the three of us kind of get together. um, We share what the show looks like, and the band kind of creates music, and they put it together to where they time it perfectly. It's kind of what makes the magic happen uh, for everyone on the day of the event.
0: Yeah, and that's a bit of a dance in itself (laughs) right there, because usually uh, I get the honor of being on stage, and I introduce the mayor, who then brings in... Uh, the fireworks. We have a band uh, playing music with everything sinking together in this magical, terrifying moment as we're trying to deal with live TV and people who are actually there—the hundreds of thousands of people. So, do you get in that moment when everything's about to happen, when the mayor's about to say, "All right, let's light up the sky"? Uh, you're going to be terrified, right? I mean, this is this is your first year for it, so you're going to be like basically the most nervous person out of all the people. One
1: thousand percent. A hundred percent. I'll be <laughs> terrified. But honestly, it's that fear that also makes it really exciting. Uh, we we plan so far in, in advance uh, with this. It kind of starts like six months back, like right after the holidays. So all the planning, of course, we know it's it's not for not. Um, it's terrifying, but also exciting at the same time.
2: How do you reverse all of these fireworks? Because you can't have a, a run through with the fire. I mean, how do you do that?
1: Um, honestly, it's it's a big part of it is trusting our fireworks vendor and to make sure that they kind of get going on, they educate us and show us what uh, the show will look like and at a certain point we put it in their hands to go ahead and, and make it happen.
2: Oh, that's a lot of trust. That is a lot of trust because in years past, and I know you're familiar with some of the, the things that have happened, we've had cities, Orlando, thank goodness, where the vendor didn't come through. Or in other cities and other states, the fireworks started and it all went off at once. <laughs> and yes. In seconds, it's Makes done. for
0: a really great couple of seconds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> people are planned their whole day around this. Do you guys have any contingency plans or that that just is not going to happen? <laughs> Honestly,
1: I think it's one of those things that we just put a lot of faith in our vendor. Um, we've worked with them for so many years, so they kind of know uh, what to expect and what should go on. But they also bring extra. There's just a sort of a 20 minute show. It maybe like a 10 minute show or something, but something will go off. We have faith that it'll be the best show. Yeah,
0: planning out and getting their spot. What is the best advice for someone who's wanting to come out and enjoy some fireworks at the fountain?
1: Absolutely. Um, like you mentioned, show up early. Again, like I said before, there are over 100,000 people, probably closer to 150 that are going to be coming to this event. So show up early, find a good spot. I would say, um, also we live in Florida, so prepare for inclement weather. So bring an umbrella, bring some shade, a hat, some sunscreen, uh, just get prepared to be there for a while. But also for to be starting at 4 p.m. So from 4 until 9, there'll be, you know, vendors, sponsors, a uh, kids zone, plenty of food, lots of family activities for for everyone to um, come and enjoy.
2: How many booms, how many fireworks are you guys planning on setting off? Because I thought last year was pretty big. And people always love it when you can give them numbers about something spectacular. have any idea how many fireworks the vendor might be going through?
1: So total, we have, I want to say 1,260 fireworks that are set to go off with about, uh, I believe it's 1,032 booms. So a lot of action, a lot going on, um, just
2: expect a lot of noise, but it's going to be a lot of fun. What if people always ask, okay, all those fireworks, how much does something like that cost?
1: Oh my goodness. That is, it's a pretty big number. Um, I would say it's over $200,000 to put on the event, but we're so thankful for all of our partners and sponsors um, because they help offset some of those costs, but I would say it's it's around the $200,000 mark.
2: So where will you be perched this year for your first time experiencing it in your new position?
1: Oh my goodness. I probably, from what my colleagues share with me, is that the best place to catch the fireworks is on the back end of the amphitheater. So I will probably be tucked away enjoying (laughs) the show uh, once it goes off at 9.15. So that's where people can find me.
0: I can tell you that is the best spot and that's usually where I am. I run behind the stage (laughs) after and uh, Mm -hmm. it it is a great view of everything. And I'm excited for you to see it for the first time because it is really uh, a great event and we're excited to partner with the city of Orlando to make it all happen. It's going to be fun. We're going to be sweaty. Like if you see me out there, just stay, stay outside of like a five foot radius because there's going to be some, some stank, some cloud. (laughs) Because I'm gonna be sweating out there, Gigi. I know you. You don't sweat, you sparkle. So we don't have to worry Whatever, about that.
2: But your your axe body <laughs> spray is not gonna work. It's not gonna be enough.
0: No, <laughs> We're no. I'm
2: gonna need a little bit more. Uh,
0: uh, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna bring a vat of it out there. I'm just gonna dive in every 30 minutes. So. Uh, so if you get out there, come early. Come say hi to us, and uh, if you see Pavla, say hi to her as well. And if it goes poorly, don't blame us. You can blame that person right there at the bottom do, of your screen. Do not
2: say don't that. Do it's it. not. It's, I know. Don't.
0: <laughs> I'm all about diverting the blame. That's that's what I'm all about.
2: So thank well, you we're so looking much. Forward to it, and thank you so much for taking the time yes. to to talk a little bit about it because it it really is one of our favorite events we do here stationwide.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you both so much for having me. I'm really excited and looking forward to seeing you both on the 4th of July.
0: All right. We'll see you then. Bye.
2: Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for staying with us, but be sure and join us next week if you want to figure out how to become like a really big influencer.
0: That's right. We're going viral and with some Floridians who have millions and millions of followers specifically on TikTok. This has truly changed their lives and become their entire job. We'll teach you how they do it and show you some of their stuff coming up next week on Florida's Fourth to Stick.
2: We're going to TikTok about it.